Welcome to Madam's Hoes and Gigolos, a podcast about the history of sex work and historical events surrounding a timeless taboo. I'm your host, Heather, and with me are my friends, Connor and Anthony. Together, we've created a bi-weekly podcast discussing all topics in regards to history and sex. On this episode of Madam's Hoes and Gigolos, we're joined by guest Jim Nova. Jim creates audio porn for women and gay men, making 70,000 plus people feel good every single day. With his disarming, sensual, and charismatic voice, he tantalizes listeners with erotic scenarios of their preferred kink. His content is designed to connect you with your sexuality. Today we will be discussing the art and taboo of audio porn. We will discuss what had once started as a hobby for Jim in 2017 and has now become a full-time career. He is rapidly approaching 30 million views on Pornhub. We are going to break down what is audio porn and the stigma attached to porn and who is Jim Nova. Well, welcome, Jim. How can one be charismatic, disarming, and sensual at once? This is going to be, you know, the question. I'm going to have to do that. Look at what you've done. Look at what you guys have done. I have to try and be all three of these things at one time. No you know, pressure. No, it's great. It's great to be here, guys. I can't Hello. wait to hear about this because one thing that Anthony just mentioned, 30 million views on Pornhub. Now, I've heard of Pornhub, and as I understand it, it's a very Me too. visual medium. <laughs> And so I'm wondering, do you do video content as well? Or is uh, it like with an audio visualizer or something like that? Um, so uh, it's just a thumbnail image. You know, I do some solo videos. That's a very, you know, that's a, only so many people want to watch me jerk off. Mm. But, you know, I'm, the, I'm good at jerking off. I, I'm, but I'm the best, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm best at making audio porn. So most of it's just an audio file with a, it's a video, which is a cover image. Okay. Are you surprised when, when people ask you for like video content? Because anytime like a woman's ever asked me to do something for her, I'm like, you really want to see me do that? People ask you guys for this stuff? <laughs> you know, what's, what's really funny um, is for me, I've struggled like with my weight my entire life. Yeah. So, and, and, I'm, and I'm not an exhibitionist. So a lot of people who create adult content, they're exhibitionists. Like it gives them like a sexual thrill. I'm not everybody, of course, but many people um, enjoy that. Where I'm like a, the perpetually anxious performer, where mm. the anxiety of performance makes performance that much more like exhilarating for me. Huh. And I think a lot of people who love to perform, like a lot of hams, people who are just a fucking ham, right? they might have some anxiety, but that anxiety can make public like being out in public are things more thrilling so i think maybe that's what it is no absolutely yeah. so you've been doing this about four or five years and it's your specialty is recording like audio porn and yeah, yeah exactly i listened to some of your stuff that's on youtube now granted that's your clean stuff but i think where the audio porn that maybe guys would listen to which is a lot of like come over here daddy i can't wait to suck your big cock the stuff that yeah I know wait, you wait, get, wait. can you say that the slower? way you no, no, no. My eyes when you said that to me, I'm like wow okay. this is like, hey I'm quoting with the lighting with, okay. with that intro hold on a second wow. wait okay hold on a second Connor's what? all grown up the point yeah. okay now you guys are making me blush and sweat the, the the stuff that I hear in in your recordings it's it starts off with like baby you must have had a really rough day I'm so proud of you you know t tell me about it. Yeah. I'm going to wow. give you a shoulder rub. Yeah, it's 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 totally like that. Wow. So my safer work stuff, yeah, is more about like comfort and just things that people can can listen to and you know, just take it easy, sleep, you know, relax, you know, all that stuff. And I you know, I was saying like um, you know, I'm not an exhibitionist with this stuff. You know, I don't get that sexual thrill, but I guess just to bring it all back, it just makes me feel so good whether it's the sexual stuff on Pornhub. And to ask, I am kind of surprised and I think I was going 
um, I have struggled with my weight. So putting things on the internet and like performing and even being in front of a camera, it's, you know, I worked in corporate America for 15 years and I came into this. I didn't expect to be an entertainer and need to be like doing stuff on TikTok and whacking off on the internet. So it was kind of surprising when people, I guess to come back to the original question, it was kind of surprising. It's about engaging people. It's about making people feel safe and comfortable because sure. when you're going to get into some kinky ass shit, some real rough, dirty stuff, right? you know, you want to, you want to trust that person that you're with. I would hope so. You know, you want to have, <laughs> like, you want to know I'm safe and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not in danger here. Well, and that's what allows you to take it to exactly. that level. Right? Exactly. When you can build that up and you have that, you know, you can go a little bit more, you know, air quotes like extreme or, or however right. you want to not extreme for me i'm just like this is my fucking tuesday right. but it's, you know, really <laughs> crazy extreme for like you know someone else but with that and with that safe environment and i think you'd mentioned like my website which has like nice inviting pink and it's a nice you know it's a nice place to land it's a comforting place yeah it just it feels even, safe yeah even <laughs> though it's like the, the shit on there can be really really fucking dirty you know so i think you know, that vibe is really important. And I think like my YouTube audio and I actually on my new website, I'm putting like little safe words in the audio. So, you know, like yeah, the yellow and red, like, hey, you know, yellow, pause the audio, mm -hmm. red, you know, let's stop things and click here. And then that's going to go to a list of comforting, like aftercare or those nice audios like I have on YouTube that allow people to like calm down and know if it gets too rough, they can go, you know, stop the experience and go to some something nice and comfortable and come down from that. Right. That's very, that's, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, those are all things, those are all things that add, you know, to that safe environment. And those are also all things like with what I do, it's very, very rough and kinky. And if you're looking at that without context, say I'm a um, large credit card company or a processor reviewing your account, which they now have the right to do. You know, you want to see someone who is committed to safety and give that context that this is a fantasy role play being, mm -hmm. you know, created and consensually listened to and enthusiastically created and enthusiastically listened to, you know, by adults, you know, made for adults by adults. And that those kinds of things, look, it protects me, it protects my listener and it protects my business. Yeah. You know, everything, everybody wins there, you know, so. So you're mentioning about the MasterCard, the producing and the and the money involved and OnlyFans recently, you know, they said they weren't going to have adult content and then they recently went back. But there were rumors going around that this was because of the credit card companies. Do you know anything about that? Well, you know, can you shed some light on that? You know, making adult content. Yes, I have the porn phone. And whenever there is something in the porn <laughs> industry, it lights up red and I pick it up and I say, Commissioner uh, Porn, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no. And like put the Hitachi wand signal in the sky. <laughs> no, no, but payment processors and the credit card company. Right wing religious groups have successfully lobbied MasterCard to put rules in place that are, you know, now, now granted, I'm going to preface it with this. Human trafficking is horrible. It's horrible in the sex industry. It's a horrible thing in the sex industry when it does happen. It, and it happens in you know many others as well all over the world. But many of the rules that are put in place, they say, to combat human trafficking end up harming just sex workers who are making just consensual content. Some of the rules that they put in place, like MasterCard can request a username and password to your website at any time. You have to provide that form free so they can audit all of your content. That seems kind of shady. MasterCard literally sometimes wants to look at everything you do. And you know, it's, it's great if you want to make kinky porn for free. 
you can make all the free kinky porn you want and it's First Amendment protected. And I think we were talking before the show. Mm-hmm. However, if you want to charge for it, my friend, if you want to charge for it, that's where, you know, that's where it gets into a, that's where you get into it because you have to deal with processors. And if you can't accept Visa or MasterCard, are you really in business? No. You're not really in business. Well, and and the unfortunate part about that, right, is that you, there's nothing you can really do about that because you would be impeding on their their right as a business to refuse whoever they want to refuse, right? You're so, at, exactly. Right. Yeah. They're not saying you can't do it. They're just saying, They're saying we're we not going to be a part of it. Exactly. Right. And, but when you can basically are the gatekeeper to like right. being able, Visa and MasterCard, maybe, you know, we could take this into an economic, we can discuss sure. about the systemic economic issues of two companies basically controlling access to doing business. Well, it's virtually really a monopoly, about- monopoly with those two companies, right? Like if you're yeah. going to do credit business or any sort of, you know, transactional over computer, anything, not cash, it's those two companies pretty much. Exactly. Right? So, I mean, same thing with like, I've never heard about this with the, with the porn industry because porn's been around for so long. I, I've never even thought of how difficult it would be for somebody who's making content to monetize it, right? All we hear about right now is like the pot industry and how you know they can't use banks and it's so hard for them. But never thought about it in the porn industry. Yeah, and it can be it can be a very very difficult thing. Like when you're trying to finance your business, or you know you go and everything looks great, your credit's good, you're on the line right. with the bank, credit's good, your income's good. Well, tell me a little bit more about what you do for a living and what exactly this is. Oh, well, you know. Let me play you this wave file. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, after I say, like, and I'll say, I own an audio production company. Like, oh, do you have a wet link? Well, you know, you just try and, like, you know, just walk them into it because, you know, if you go farther down there. Um, So, and when we got to that point, like, a couple banks just declined me, you know, right there. Again, checked credit, checked income, tax tax returns, like all that stuff. Yeah, but did you see like a, a, a two membership spike that day? They're like, no, we'll deny you, but yeah. you have a new member. You That's know, <laughs> I, I really got run around by a, a payment processor. And you know, they, and really, you know, again, like working in corporate America for 15 years and working at international banks and running multi-million dollar projects, you, ex, you know, when you deal with people in a business sense, you're treated with some modicum of like respect. Yeah. You know, and when you talk to a processor or you're trying to get approval, you're basically coming to them like, may I please do business, please, 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 you know, and it's, it's almost humiliating in a way. And people, you know, they maybe don't pay as much attention and they don't really give you the information or details that you need. So after seven weeks of a processor basically saying, you know, having me take a lot of revenue generating e-commerce stuff down after seven weeks, when they finally declined me mm-hmm. after me doing like 30, 40 hours of changes, deleting my entire website, putting certain stuff back up, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I told the guy I'd been working with that, you know, next time you're jacking your tiny little dick to porn, <laughs> I really hope you feel bad about yourself because you fuck sex workers over for a living. Yeah. You know, and, and he hung, and then I said, and then he hung up and I wish, and then I said, and then you can take that fucking downtown and print it. And I said that when he hung up before, and I wish, I wish that He was probably masturbating as you said that, You know, probably like, oh, Jim's calling, let me whack it. But, you know, it was just really like, it was like, you know, and I don't like to be mean or anything like that. I'm not that kind of guy, but, you know, like being so dismissive and not realizing that what he, like, he was literally, what he had me do cost me thousands of dollars. Right. And just not caring right. whatsoever. Right. If I were a bank and that happened, or I was, you know, I was in other, in some other, many other forms of, of business, you know, that would be unacceptable. Yeah. But 
all I can do. And I when I when I really do hope that when that guy watches porn, he like thinks about that. Like <laughs> I prevent these people from making money. You know, I yeah. enjoy it. Like I would just say, you know, if if you if you're like that, you just shouldn't be able to enjoy porn. I wish there was some like way that I could implant some kind of like subliminal thing that if your mind works like that and you want to shut sex workers down like my porn like like makes you like shit your pants or something like that <laughs> i would love you want to just like put a hex on him or something exactly it's just like you know it's just something that like oh i can't enjoy this i get terrible summit cramps and gas <laughs> you <laughs> wish you had that power oh That'd i be do great. but you would know you I use would, it for good or for evil I would, you know i would honestly if i had that power i would rather just convert you know talk to those people and get them thinking on the right side right you right know? With not give them horrible diarrhea. Whenever yeah, I was just going to say, it's obvious he wants to use it for evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> First I, would thing rather, thought of. I would rather, you know, if, if, you know, but if those means don't work, we'll make them shit. Right, right. If I've, if I've used, if I've gone through every avenue and then, <laughs> then we're just going to. I, I don't know if that, qual I don't do scat porn. I don't know. If, <laughs> that's a very intense role play. Well, so, I mean, but you bring up <laughs> something interesting in the fact that, like, you know, what you do is completely legal, but they are making you jump through so many hoops and cut so through so much red tape that it makes it almost hard for you to operate your business right oh it, it makes it incredibly difficult but yeah you, you have to be more creative you have to you know what i had to do in order to not like just be mad you know when i dicked around with getting dicked around by payment processors and you know what have you and realizing that you know and uh maybe a normal um payment processor rate you're looking at 1.75 percent you know two percent mm -hmm. The processor I'm working with now, which is in standard adult processor, like if I were to process like 25K a month, I think that starts like 13.5%. Wow. I mean, you're looking at from a normal merchant, you know, you're opening up your little store like or, or whatever, you're selling your art or you're doing this and you've got Stripe or Square or whatever. Right. You're looking at literally five times, you know, five, six times. The, that, sounds, that sounds like mob shakedown shit. But you yeah. know what you have to, but you know what? I wouldn't do anything else. Does it, but does that, does that make it so your market's not overly saturated too though? Like, cause so many people would have a hard time negotiating their way through this nonsense, right? Well, you know, I mean, the, the whole thing is, is, is we're creating an audio porn market. Yeah. You know, there, there isn't, uh, there isn't really, I think a lot of like established content like this out there. And the hardest thing for me is oftentimes just getting people to know that I exist and that my content even exists because so many people when they you know they hear this like whoa like what what even like was this like this this hits so different and how did I not know this was a thing you know that happens like every day you know people you know people come to me with that so you know, it's trying to just, you know, use every means and method you can. And as I expand my business, I've got a lot of strategies and I had actually started some banner advertising, um, sending people to my Patreon, mm. but you know, it's like, oh, you know, I'd like to have a new website to send people to. So that's what we're doing right now. And hopefully by the time people listen to this, I'm making, you know, tens upon tens of dollars on my website. <laughs> but, you know, honestly this year, if I made $10, if I processed one credit card transaction, I'd be, I'd be really happy, but it is. At very, 13%. very challenging. And you have to look at that as that's the cost of doing business. I love what I do. I mean, making audio porn, it, it's great. I mean, it's the best job in the world. So, you know, certain people, certain businesses have high supplies costs. Certain businesses 
have high labor costs. Yeah. What that is is just a high administrative cost. It's a high bullshit cost. I shouldn't have it, but in order to do this amazing job, I gotta put up with a little bullshit. It's still kind of unfair. Yeah, it's and it doesn't make things any easier for people to get going. And a lot of that is about power, right? Sex workers, when you think of sex workers, you think of uh, women mainly have been, you know, in that in that role. And you know, when a bank can't get in there, when a bank can't get in and make their nut off an industry, they get uncomfortable, especially if it's women doing it. What made you giggle, Heather? Because I'm trying to think if it was an actual nut or <laughs> no, it's a, fi- I mean, a financial the, nut, a financial nut, and them getting off on <laughs> fucking people <laughs> over too. So <laughs> mine is mine if, went to the gutter. Sometimes she feels and, like a nut, and, and you know, and a lot, and my stuff has to deal with women's sexuality, which makes a lot of people uncomfortable. And who runs a lot of these financial institutions? You're talking about conservative, old, like white dudes, yep, conservative, sure. conservative people, female sexuality, sexuality, and then female sexuality, especially, makes them very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, and, you what know, else we, is new? Right? We've talked about exactly, this and that plays out so in the much. industry, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, and all of those guys seem to be like the 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 biggest. Uh, Contributors to sexual deviance. Always. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Right? It's like, you know, let's, let's, you know, escorts, we don't that, we don't want them to be able to take credit cards at Congress because then they would have our fucking credit card information. Right. We only want you to t- take cash because we don't want there to be a paper trail. Like, basically, it's a self serving rule, probably, because they're the ones who are, you know, they're the, they're the clientele. Yeah. Yet, you know, they pass these laws and, Oh, it's it's silly, but hey, right? Let's what? talk about some audio porn, yeah. man. You know, I, I wanted to say so. Audio porn. There's all kinds of different erotica out there, right? So some people get off by reading something sexy, and that that does it for them. They get to use their imagination completely. For some people, more visual, right? So seeing something gets you gets you going. But audio porn seems like it's, it's like a whole separate thing. It gets to work like a certain part of your like. Do you, do you have to study the psychology behind this or like what? Yeah, I mean, what many, goes into it? Many many hours of sitting down and whacking off to a psychology book and talking <laughs> <into> this. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah. So so you mentioned um, written erotica, and I think there are there's a big crossover between written erotica and audio erotica, audio porn, erotic, whatever you want to call it. Right, and vis- sounds, visuals that it Sounds to make me horny, you yeah. know, whatever you want to call it. Both of those deal a lot with imagination. Mm-hmm. I like visual porn. I just like to watch people fuck. And me that may- too. Yeah, oh, right? See, I'm Amen. the opposite. I don't want to watch. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Exactly. I do like listening and i was one of those people when we first talked i was like wait this is a thing and then you sent me some things and i was like it did feel empowering it did feel like i was in control it did feel safe because it was on my terms and i got to pick who i was imagining my partner to be as he talked me through sexual scenarios and you, you know imagine it to be me <laughs> that's, that, that's the beauty you could look like anything no no that I is mean, you can picture you know in my content I could literally be your husband of 20 years, or I could be a stranger. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Which one was I? Was I your husband of 20 years? Was I a stranger? Uh, you were Luke Bryan. Uh, Luke Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, right? And you that, just didn't sound as derpy as he does. <laughs> and, that's, and that's great. I can, you know, people can picture me looking a lot better than I do, and, and, it, really, and it really works out. But I think imagination, 
that's audio content gets the imagination going a lot like written erotica can and like adding things like sound effects and you know having like a rainstorm going on outside during the scene it's just you know my re my most recent free one there's a rainstorm going on outside and that's just to get people immersed to get there doing some of the lifting for their imagination where i hear the rain Ooh, it's like it's rainy and cold outside but it's nice and warm in here and the lighting's low and your imagination your imagination needs a little fuel to get going. Yeah. I'm already fucking I can into see it. You, I can <laughs> yeah. see Heather, and I, you guys are hiding under the table like you're getting a little, no, I'm just so, so, so they're <laughs> some, so, no. But here's, I'm thinking something different. As, as an audio person, I'm already thinking like, oh, so you've got a whole sound effects library of stuff that you've uh, purchased, but we also discussed uh, before we started recording that you've got a Foley library that you created, and yes. I'd love to hear about that. Yes, let me, let me. You know, we'll discuss the sex effects library. Let's talk about, you know, next to the Library of Congress, I would say the sex effects library is the most significant in this country, no. So what I've done is I've created, you know, sex has a lot of sounds, and when people are listening, they maybe expect there to be the sounds of penetration or oral sex or, you know, things you're doing with your hands. So, you know, in speaking in the spirit of things you do with your hands, I took my, you know, expensive road microphones and some baby oil and, you know, my anatomy and I folded <laughs> up, you know, different stroking and slapping sounds, you know, like that mimic the sounds of sex. You had to have them at different speeds, different speeds, you know, different levels of intensity. Maybe you're doing vaginal sex, but if you're doing anal sex, you got to be a little gentler right off the right off the bat. So you do you? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Well, you know, like <laughs> I'm just playing. I don't know how that goes in just going right in for everybody, but you know, many people do. Of so, course, you have to be gentle. Exactly, of right? Absolutely. And like, you need things like in my gay audio, things like a lube cap. You know, like before the sex, like uncapping and like and we get some wow, lube. Wow, you've you thought know. of everything. So like when I like I'm gonna lube up my cock. So there's the lube cap, and then there's the sounds like you know the stroking <laughs> sounds and me doing it, which I took from the sex effects library. Right. And right. you know all of that's there, and it helps just build that immersion. You know, it helps trigger the things in your you know in your imagination where maybe if it was just a voice, it would be a little bit more lifting, yeah. and you just couldn't drift away as much be immersed sure. you cut you cut these up and catalog them and organize them in a way where you can quickly find out your how many strokes per minute versus uh oh. like all that yeah all that stuff different intensities different intensities <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah you know because and like you know after like when you you know when you come inside someone and you're just driving at home you know you went that <laughs> Well, hard see, pounding uh, strokes. I'm thinking of this stuff because I've got like 35,000 footsteps in a library. Footsteps on concrete, on wood, on carpet, on sand. And, and yeah. uh, there's different speeds. I said men's shoes, women's shoes. Yeah. So I'd imagine that for you. Yeah, all sorts gotta, of stuff you got to do with your dick and slapping stuff on your thigh and, well, and everything. You know, I've, I've, you know, you watch those uh, like behind the scenes types thing, mm -hmm. type things and, and they have the Foley artists who use totally unconventional things to make things sound more real than what it would really like do you ever do that or do you actually like he's a, use he's just using dicks like and it's, hands it's not like you're slapping right? celery yeah. against so the table or yeah so i think and i let people know that's how i make the sound effects so yeah. people do know that's my dick and it makes it i think a little <laughs> a bit little, yeah. you know a little bit dirtier right because you know like i'm all about like a safe environment but you have the safe environments and then you can deliver some of the kinkiest, dirtiest fucking shit. Like my, my porn, I'll say this much, find porn on the internet that's fucking dirtier than my shit. 
Wow. It's, I will, I will like take, a, that's like the I Pepsi take, challenge. I, will, right I was just going to say, my friend, I will take the Pepsi challenge with with any more. You want to find some dirty shit, you know, daddy will Holy bring some shit. real fucking dirty right. shit, you know, talking about your pulsating holes and Game you know, on, all Jim. that, all that stuff. So, I mean, I will, yeah, you want to bring anything to feel good filth. I will, I will, but you know, and it's filthy and it's dirty, but you don't have to feel bad about enjoying it. That's the whole thing. Like, just because it's really fucking dirty. No, like there's nothing, there's, despite what you may have been taught, there's absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying a safe, sane and consensual sexual time and a time in your porn as well. You know what? I was usually what I like to do is have like a, a sample, like, hey, everyone, we're about to take a, a listen to what Jim has recorded and play something off your YouTube channel. But I'm not hooked up for that right now. And I'm thinking maybe we can put something together. Maybe we can come up with a scenario and you can give us a live read. I would, I would love that. Wow. I would love that. Let's use our imaginations. PBS <laughs> in the 80s taught me, you know, to use my imagination. And look how I've leveraged that. Wow. <laughs> okay. Something you've never done before. An inter-office relationship. So no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh God, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Oh, that's workplace fantasy, though. Like yeah, that's a yeah, huge yeah. fantasy. I do tons of workplace audio, and you know, this, those things are so much fun. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, but it's, it's bad. You can do things in fantasy role play that are horrible ideas to do in real life. And that's you. Guess what? You got to do the fun fantasy role play because if. If I can't be a vampire or a crime boss that's disappearing you on his yacht, you right, know, we're doing right. stuff we can do at home, can which you, is hot. All right, so Catholic priest. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I've done one of those. I've done one of those. That's, that's, that's been done. I was thinking doctor. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> lots of, I've done oh, a lot of doctor, see, I was too. Thinking, I was thinking artist and a groupie. Oh. <laughs> I like to go with okay. a Luke Bryan with, fantasy. Yeah. Gosh, the Luke Bryan thing. Because, yeah. Oh, well, you know. I'm and, already, I'm glossing my lips up. Ready oh. for this, Jim. Oh, so so you a little scenario about you know about an artist and a groupie. You want is that, is that the one you want me to? Who okay. ha, who you don't get to be in this, Heather. Who happened to work in the same office <laughs> and he's also a doctor. <laughs> and I have to be I have to be what seductive, charismatic, and something and char else. Disarming. disarming. Oh, okay, my gosh, I have, to, I have to disarm them. I have to disarm them with. I have to sensually disarm with my charisma. Okay, so, you, so you've got this young lady waiting for you backstage uh, on your way from the venue to your tour bus. Ooh. And, um, you just plucked her from the audience. Oh, I plucked her. You plucked her. You pointed and said, and then the, the bouncers came. Why are you so specific? Was she also because, sitting because in this row is her, H? This is her it, Luke Bryan fantasy. Yeah, I know. Is, like, you talk about artists plucking you out of a crowd. You talk about like coming up with audios and the most important thing necessarily isn't the the scenario, but it's the kinks and the purpose of why you're presenting that scenario to the listener. So the artist, he's picking her out of the crowd and it's a powerful figure, a figure that she is, that she admires. That's like, that's, that's choosing her. So automatically like you have that power dynamic. And what I would do ooh, is I would exploit that. You know, and I would, you know, I'd get her on the bus. That would be some like the fantasy of that, right? And that's of course what some now that isn't the right thing to maybe do in real life, but for a fun fantasy of like a rock star, like, oh my god, the rock star picked me out or whoever, and so and, and the feeling of selection, you know, and like, oh my god, like that euphoria, you're meeting, you're meeting someone for the first time. You're completely powerless to them. Yeah, and he's picked you out of twenty thousand people. And you know what? Now, now that is obviously that's how people manipulate people, right? Like that's how people do this shit for for wrong. But 
when you're doing it in a fun fantasy role play where it's presented on a fun, safe, you know, website and with a nice background and knowing that we're just here to have a good time. Right. You know, that those are the kinds of things. Like, I do have a submarine commander one that I'm kicking around in my head. Go and, for it. Let's because that it. one, you know, that's, it's, not, that's not the one we came up with. Well, no, no, no. But, but I mean, I'm I just like, saying like the, the kink, yeah. I'm, I'm not in getting into performing it. But it's like it's about the pressure of being like the claustrophobic pressure of being like stuck together for so long under stress. Yeah. And like, you know, you two are just like the things that have been building up and all of the tension that then comes to a head like after like an emergency or something happens on the submarine. Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna sure. call that one crush depth. Right. You know, that's gonna be I'm gonna <laughs> make that a great title. I, actually, I think I'm gonna record that this weekend. <laughs> that is a great title. But when you're making something and you're you're going to improvise it you know one of the things i like to do is get that vibe and understand you know yeah we're we're doing this piece of content but it's not enough to just have it like set on a submarine or it's not just enough to have like a rock fantasy it's like what makes that hot sure you know for example um i'm going to go into something right now that that, that i never thought was hot I'm going to talk about scat fantasy, shitting, okay? And I, it's not my thing. It's not my thing. But, no need to qualify. But you know That's what? <laughs> I talked to somebody, and they, they talked about what they thought was so hot about it and what turned them on so much was the sharing of something that's so private with, some, with someone else. Interesting. Like that was, an, that was a huge thrill, sharing something that's a very, very private, taboo thing with someone else now it might not be my thing but when i think of that i'm like oh yeah like i can definitely see like how that could be hot now it's now maybe that doesn't turn me on but i can see the motivation behind the kink and why that kink is thrilling to some people and then that's what you have to do i think like for example like um a lot of my audio content involves like implied like pregnancy or something like that like i'm knocking up like the listener or something like that. But it's not because I think that person like, ooh, I want to have a baby. It's a lot of different things that can go into that. It's the being like being so desired that someone wants to like own you and like mark your body like for the rest of your life. It's you a know? commitment too. Ex exactly, right? Like all of those things, like being a vessel for someone's like, well, I mean, come, you know, like a lot of a lot of people like have fantasies like that. So it's not that I, oh, I want to get pregnant from my boyfriend or pregnant from a stranger, but it's like those elements help really like when you're, when you're in that fantasy space can really be hot for some people, other people like you, that's gross. Okay. But, okay. Here's the scenario. Cause you like the great British break off. Do something from that. A cooking scenario. Be my Hollywood. So here's one, here's <laughs> one, here's an audio that I literally, um, in, in the spirit of it's October. Or, oh my gosh, it's October. It's November and it usually happens in October and that's why I said this, but the Great British Bake Off is going on, as, as you mentioned, and I'm the world's biggest Great British Bake Off fan. So in the spirit of that, I actually do have two audios, two audios planned. And one of them, you know, Paul Hollywood. Oh, he's, he's so the, sexy. He's the, the male, the judge, the male judge. And this, this audio is called tough judging, as, as he says. <laughs> and this audio, is where it's the night before and there's a knock on my door and I'm like excuse me can I help you and then you respond um could you tell me what exactly you're doing in my room no I'm not supposed to be seen with you you're not even supposed to be here 
But anyway, we have an early morning tomorrow. Could you just leave me alone? And then I would go into that, right? I would, like, that's the setup. I'm right. invested. Keep going. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And we can go. I, like, I, like, closed my eyes, and I was like, Yeah, and, and, and you know, so... <laughs> and so, but, but, but the purpose of that is, it's someone coming to uh, the judge's room late at night to try and get some favor in the contest tomorrow. So that's another scenario where, like, I, the judge, has, like, the power, and you could use, like, you could use that power dynamic. It's Paul Hollywood. You know, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little, I'm going to manhandle you like, you know, he's kneading that dough, like how he does. <laughs> how he does. <laughs> and so that's, you know, that's when I'll, you know, that's what I'm going to put into that audio when we get it going. So just, just doing that, like that setup. And what I'm doing there is I'm just viewing that person, like coming up to my door and I'm the judge and that's a person that wants to get something from me. And I'm just going to play that like in that character, you know, and then once I figure out the sex acts I want to do and what other kinks I really want to hit. Like maybe she wants to, you know, maybe she wants Paul Hollywood to breed her or maybe Paul Hollywood, you know, he, I don't know, just twist her up like a, you know, a Bavarian pretzel, you know, who just who knows. <laughs> and then my, my, um, my gay audio that I'm going to do, cause I'm going to do one for the ladies and one for the dudes. That's called French slap and French slap. Like a French slap is a bread kneading technique where you take it, you know, up and you like slap it down, you know, in order to stretch the dough. Right. But you're my baker's apprentice and like early in the morning, like you did something the night before and you fucked up and now I'm here early and I can't, you know, I can't get the stuff out for the morning and I'm just going to have to teach you a lesson. You're going to need to learn who the boss is and you're going to need to learn to focus, you know, and I'll teach you and I'm going to teach you and you're going to focus next time. I'll teach you with my dick. That no, is grabbing her heart. I am, and I was about to say yes, please. <laughs> so you know what? He's an artist. I like this. Is, this, is, uh, this is. I was. I, I will admit, like I didn't. I didn't go and listen to anything because I was afraid I was going to like it way too much. I, I didn't want to be embarrassed when I met you. I think audio porn is weird too, man. Just don't worry. It's fine. So, is it weird? It's a uh, heterosexual guy, right? You're yeah. like, uh, is it weird doing uh, gay porn or that's just, uh, I love it. Was it weird the first time? I know what boys like. Yeah, I, guess. <laughs> I know what guys want. You know, no, but like, I think a lot of people really get hung up on gay, you know, gay straight or, you know, however you want to say that. Cause we all know that's like a spectrum of, se it's a 4D spectrum of sexuality. Right. But you're making content for horny guys, right? Who am I? Horny I'm a guy. horny guy. Horny guy. I've been a horny guy for a long time. I've got a lot of research in on, on that subject. Exactly. Yes. You know, so if you're just thinking about it, I'm making a horny guy horny and like, you know, doing things to sexually excite him. And that just makes me feel so good that I can do that for guys too. You know, or I can do like, you know, a lot of the content that I put a lot of love into like a lot of my content is like daddy content, like daddy dom, you know, content being able to like provide the care and love that that, you know, provides to guys as well as like women too. Like that makes that really satisfies me. Like when I think of all the people enjoying my content every day, I don't really have like sexual, like horny thoughts of people like, you know, masturbating or jerking off or using dildos or putting their fingers in their butt or whatever. I, I think of just people being able to take, 10 or 15 minutes and just unwind, listen to my stuff, be immersed and whatever you want to do. If it's relaxation, you know, it's just safe for work stuff. If you're, you know, if you're pounding a dildo into you until you like can't walk anymore, that's, that's cool too. 
But the most important thing is you're immersed and you're enjoying yourself and everybody deserves to be able to take 10 or 15 minutes. And that's a really wonderful thing. Like knowing that all those people every day, whoever they are, you know, because I'm not getting the sexual thrill out of it. Like making a guy feel good is great. And making a woman feel good is great, you know, right. when it comes to this. So like what would the like there should be no hangups about it. It's no. you're putting out content and who cares who who's getting off to it. Yeah. And it's great that anybody could. Ex right? Exactly. You know, so I, I just doing gay content, too. It like it's really a lot of fun because I'm like, all right, you know, I'm this dude making gay content. And some people are like, oh, you're a straight guy making gay content. I'm like. Where are you boys? Where are you boys? <laughs> you know, you wanna, you know, you wanna come at me like you wanna talk about that. You make gay porn hotter than I make it. Well, because you know, I make some. I, I, I might not be gay, but I make some real fucking hot gay porn. Does that I'll tell you that? Does that help you like um, flex a a certain creative muscle? Like when actors play something that's completely out of their wheelhouse, they get far more excited about it than playing something a little more close to home, right? 100%, man. Yeah. Well, you hit the nail right on the head. And I get, it's, when you have to do something that's maybe not your natural thing, mm -hmm. and but then also say, I need to get to the point where I can be immersed in this. So when I record some, you know, when I record sometimes, I'll notice I like, I hit my boom on my mic. And it's because I was like spanking somebody. Right. And I didn't even realize I'm like air, I'm like humping the air and right. stuff like that. I'm grabbing someone's head and like pushing down like there's nobody there. And I realized that man, if I recorded myself doing this on video, it would look fucking absurd. <laughs> but with my gay content, when I get to the point when I'm bouncing someone on my lap and I'm jacking them off and like reaching them around, when right. I'm doing that, like when I'm doing the jerk off, you know, motion to my audio, you know, and like yeah. I'm in it that much. I'm like, yes, like I'm in this gay stuff as much as anything. And right. they are getting the 100% thing. And like, and it's, it's being able to play that character and like, Ooh, now I'm, now I'm doing something that's not as natural for me. Right. And it does. And it's so satisfying when like a guy said like, God damn dude, like that was some, like, that's that good shit. I'm like, yeah. yeah, like that's that's a really satisfying thing because again, it isn't my normal thing. And like when I when I make some hot gay porn, yeah, and I get done recording that, it's almost a big like I get almost like a thrill. I'm like, oh, wait until yeah. these boys hear like what I got for. I'm like, you know, they might not be expecting this, but I get almost like more excited for to make the gay porn is almost more fun because it's it requires a little more creativity and you know because it's not my you know, main, and it, you know, due to demographics, you know, it's never going to be my, my main, um, but gay content's probably like a quarter to a third of it. Mm -hmm. So it's always a good change up. And because I make, you know, the content for women, it's always going to be a really fun change up. And because it's maybe not my, my natural orientation, you know, it's, it's always going to be interesting in that way. You know, I guess there's a lot more women out there than there are gay men. But I was under the impression that gay men were more likely to pay for porn than women. Yeah, but we got to change that, right? Because, I mean, you're looking at one, what, like one in ten, nine, ten, you know, guys who might like that versus half the population. So what I'm doing with the safe environments, you know, with the website that looks fun and cute and, you know, and the way that I'm trying to present things is make that market. They are there. They may not be right now like super you know, super willing. And then maybe that's even a stereotype, right? That might be women don't want to No, we do need to take this back. Women don't want to pay for the porn that's out there right now. 
Mm. Right. Because okay. maybe it's not made for them. Maybe they don't want to spend a bunch of money on like Reality Kings or Brazzers because, you know, and, and right. And now I want to say porn is fantasy content mm -hmm. and porn is made for a customer and porn is not sex education. Porn people are not sex educators. So that Brazzers content is made for male fantasy. You know, and if we get some women in there who like it too, great, but we're targeting this for them. And it can maybe make people feel like this isn't for me. Like I'm not, this, this isn't made for my pleasure. This right. is the key thing. My content, whoever I'm making it for, it is made to make you come. Ooh. It is made for your pleasure. The sex acts depicted in my audio they're focused on, they're entirely focused on your pleasure. Unless in that case, your pleasure is pleasing me, right? Like right. you're getting that, but that's the purpose of that content. And that's why you're listening to that one. You're, you're absolutely right. I, I, I don't have the stats on this, of course, but I mean, I, I think that you're, you are tapping into an undervalued market, right? Because I'm, I've, I've never met a woman that didn't have some sort of sexual aid for, for masturbatory purposes, right? Everybody, every girl I've ever dated has a dildo or vibrator or something. They like to masturbate, whether we talk about it or not. So you're absolutely right. It's the porn that's out there is not geared towards them. Yeah, and I won't say there isn't great porn for women out there, but we're talking about like the standard thing when you think about, you know, porn. Like, what do I right. think of porn? It's generally for guys because we found out guys are horny. Guys are going to, you know, pay for this. But isn't that discounting? The horniness of women. Well, it, but yeah. I think you do. You think that the audio market is is better suited for women because okay, let's go. Let's go to what we were talking about earlier too. Is the written word right? So uh, men don't typically read romance novels, but women used to read trashy romance novels to get some sort of sexual stimulus, right? Yeah, I mean, when I was a little kid. I went through my mom's romance novels. And I, I did too. The sex parts. Oh, I did too. <laughs> so cool. Believe, I'm me, there. believe me. But then once I was able to get visual, I think men are more visual, yeah. generally speaking, right? And are a little less mentally creative. Well, studies uh, have shown that 90% of women use their imagination. So right. like audio taps into that takes part of their so brain. so much longer if I'm just because, closing my eyes and just... Because <laughs> they're creating the scenario <laughs> using their imagination, kind of just like, all right, like I am attracted to... I'm not even going to say his name because Connor always... <laughs> Who's she talking about, Connor? I see the Luke Bryan or Chris Pratt. <laughs> no, Chris Pratt is on my shit list now, oh, and you're no. supposed to drag me for that one. I don't know. I yeah. still don't understand why you guys are so angry about Chris Pratt. No, no, uh, I don't care I, about I, him either I, way. In I, that in that text thread that that we that we share, I, I just saw a picture come up, and then I saw you guys oh, say put fucking a really, hating on him. I know it, this a is really a weird gross. segue, but I know. Well, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Wouldn't uh, be our show if we didn't just start really, talking about Chris really Pratt. He put a really gross post to his wife talking about how she chews loudly, but he loves her anyways. And then, like, he mentioned something about how um, she gave him a healthy baby girl when he had a boy with Anna Ferris who was a preemie and had health problems. Oh my goodness! And so it's kind of <laughs> douchey, which I don't think was his intentions, but he needs to relearn shit. So I don't like Chris Pratt. I like Quill from Gardens of the Gardens. Gotcha. Gardens. <laughs> Guardians. Gar Gardens of the Galaxy. Gardens. That sounds like yeah, a great Yeah, let's new talk show. about my lady garden. <laughs> See the big flower fight is Gardens of the Galaxy. I dig it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so to, to your point, yeah, I think, as has Heather mentioned, 
you know, women do tend to, because like the written erotica, right. getting the imagination going. And that's why I think audio, It I wouldn't say it's uniquely positioned for women because I know a ton of men who enjoy sure. it. But, you know, I think when you're looking at the skews and you're looking at just the biology of the biochemistry of how brains work, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, men and women will have different brains that work different ways because we needed that to survive, right? You know, we needed the role, like those roles to live and evolve. Sure. So brains might work a little bit differently. And yeah, so I think um, it, I will probably have more success in, in that market, but I love making the content right. you know, for gay guys. And I never want those guys to think like the content is like the effort gets like second, you know, it's like second tier or something like that. You know, I, I make that content and everything I do, I think is the hottest gay porn ever been made. What sort of <laughs> response or do you get um, uh, straight men who respond to your, I was just going to ask you, I, I have a suggestion for you. Do you do straight men porn? I don't. Because I got, because some guys, maybe, not me, but some guys would probably want to hear something about like, uh, so I was fucking your wife last night. Not me. Yeah, yeah well, someone. Well, no, I just want to say some guys uh, get jealous about that stuff, but some guys, some guys are want into to, the idea yeah. of someone oh, else nailing yeah. their yeah, wife. Yeah. That would be like a bull audio. That's what, yeah, yeah. that's what I would be. And that would be, that could be cool. See, but I, but then my ladies would see that and they might be like, no, you know, I don't like that. Yeah. But that's actually, that could be, you know, if I choose to expand, that's not a bad idea. And that can always be. Do you yeah. have straight men that listen to your content? Um, I get the odd comment okay. from now and again. I get more comments of, no, this may be, it's like, yeah, I was listening to this because my girlfriend likes it. And like, I'm getting, like, I now have ideas. Yeah. Right. We use that. We use this stuff in the bedroom. And I'm like, smart man. Like, that's good. You Figuring see? out what your partner likes. And then. Right. But you were just talking about how porn isn't sex education. But you think maybe yours can be? Well, I would say. Sexual aid. I would say that. Not even sexual. He's, the first 30% is talking about her feelings and her well, day. Would, that's, that's not every, you know, that's, trust me, that's not. Oh, I got lucky on, on that the one. YouTube, <laughs> on the YouTube ones. I do. I have like rough day. I think it might have been like a rough day comfort. You know, mm-hmm. It was a massage. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. I think I just went for, I, I sorted by uh, most viewed. Yeah. And that was a very popular one. It's, uh, but yeah, a lot of guys, you know, they bring that up. And, and no, porn isn't sex education. But, and it should not replace sex education. However, you know, it can be used to, to aid and to supplement and to and help us just understand our tastes and understand like, oh, hey, like, I didn't know I was into this kind of like really rough role player. I didn't know I was into like knife play or oh. having a gun pulled on me, mm. you know, or something like that. Knife play and gun play that I, 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 I am not a gun guy. I don't own guns. I don't. I don't personally. People can have guns. I don't like but, them. But you, that, you own knives. Oh, I mean, I own like a knife to take hiking with me, and I yeah, cut right. my food with them. Did, did, right. did you actually like pull out the knife for your audio recordings? Well, I, I actually, I did some. I downloaded those. I did some downloaded knife audio oh, effects. Did. But like the sound of a knife, though, in an audio, like when it gets pulled out, out and sheath. you're not expecting it, is a very. And I think for a lot of people. Like a lot of fear play stuff. That's where the showing. Yeah. That's a sword. That's, that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. And like, a, like, like fear play, right? So think about this. Why do we like roller coasters? We like roller coasters because they deliver a huge thrill in a safe manner. Mm. We know it's a controlled, crazy right. experience, like a horror movie. We know that it's just a movie, you know, 
but it's a fantasy to allow us to experience fear because for some people, fear can be very exciting. Sure. When you mix a little fear and a little danger in with sexual stuff, it can be a very exhilarating and very intense experience for some people. Yeah. And if you know it's done, it's just audio, you can pause it, you can turn it off, it's Jim making it, you know. Right. <laughs> like, people can be more comfortable. And then, you know, and then when they hear the knife, they're like, woo, you know, it's like, they're not like, oh, I'm going to turn this off. This is some weird psycho. Right, it's like, oh, right. this is Jim playing a fun, a fun psycho that's doing all this crazy stuff. Listen to his sound effects, you know? So I, I think, yeah, like that, that environment can help people get into that crazy yeah. stuff. Jim, you, you mentioned that you get comments from guys or from, from women, but I want to ask you specifically about like, do you get letters from people? Do you get feedback telling, uh, telling you like, we like this kind of stuff or maybe less of this. And, and do you have any like ongoing conversations with people or is that inappropriate? Does that cross the line? So I, um, I have like my, my monthly site on Patreon and I have a discord server, which allows people to interact. Like I, I don't like sex with my fans. Like I have like Tinder for dating and stuff like that. Like, and also that can be kind of a weird dynamic. Like when someone's your fan, you know, it's just, yeah, it's not like two people meeting organically, but I do get tons of feedback, tons of feedback. And it would be, you know, it's always so, so kind and so amazing. I get this just wonderful kind. The most of the feedback I get is just like, you know, hi, Jim, I started listening to your audio recently and I never really thought there was anything out there for me. And I don't really maybe like traditional porn or maybe I couldn't find good porn for like this kink or anything. And this helped me, you know, helped me really enjoy it. And I felt empowered and, you know, just really, really kind, wonderful messages like that. I get those every day, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, and that's really, really great. I don't get, like, I do get some, like, you know, I get some hate mail in the PO box every now and again, or mm -hmm. like a glitter bomb or like something really? like that. Do, do you, how do you respond to the, um, to those nice messages, you just say, "Oh, thanks." Yeah, glad you, know, glad I, you like it, or do you yeah, ever? Yeah, uh... I try to, you know. And, and and look, I mean, I would love to just have a wonderful conversation with everyone who sends me a nice message. I'd love to go back and forth with everyone, but I would literally, I would spend one hundred hours a day answering my DMs. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, I, and that's kind of been the tough thing as I've grown. It's I want to be like nice to everybody, and I really do want to like respond to everyone. But ten, you know, it's like most of the time it's like, hey, thank you so much. I'm so happy you enjoyed. Um, and then some people might send me a message on Patreon every now and again. And I go through all those DMs and read them and, and respond to them. And, you know, some people ask me questions about like life stuff, you know, and things like that. And I've actually been able to connect with people over non-sexual things like experiences that we've had. Mm -hmm. I, um, in my 20s, ages 24 to 34, I took four milligrams of Xanax a day. A doctor had me on that and it ruined my life and it almost killed me. And, you know, I was able to recover and in the darkness of that, like that's how I actually found audio porn. Mm -hmm. I was so sick with that stuff it, it, that I was at the end of my rope. I hit rock bottom and guys, I was so low that I resorted to posting and making and posting audio porn on the internet. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> People want to be like, how'd you find audio porn? Rock bottom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of funny. I used to love um, ASMR videos on YouTube. Like the ones that are like to relax you. It could be people tapping or like things crinkling or just people whispering. 
Yeah, eating like pickles and eating stuff. Eating pickles. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Whisper I knew, eating. I knew that's where your mind was going. Whisper <laughs> eating was like the first. I used to love whisper eating. Like it made me really? like tingle and it helped me relax. And I was really sick yeah. at that time. And I had a lot of really bad anxiety and really bad symptoms. And I was looking for audio only versions of the videos because the videos on YouTube were wearing down my phone. Mm. That's how I happened onto Reddit's audio subreddits. And I'm like, what's this? So unlike the Xanax, I had gained 120 pounds over those like nine years at the time I was on it. My body was awful. I felt horrible. I'm like, I'm a, kind of a perv though. but So this is a lot, way for me to be fat, like fat and sexy on the internet. No one's going to see how fat I am. You know, so that's why I resorted to like audio porn. And at that time, I, I did not have a healthy relationship with sex. Okay, I, I used it to like validate myself and I used it for unhealthy reasons, you know? You sh sex should be an enjoyable experience between two people, not like what you base your self-worth on. Right. But it's a very common thing for people. You know, at the, that's not like my unique experience. Many people use sex and things to validate themselves. Sure. And I made the content for that. I so, feel like he just first. read me right now. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I was gonna I was gonna kinda dive into what you just said and, and you know, we kinda talked earlier about like body image and, and how we perceive perceive ourselves, right? You're a good looking guy and you've got a great voice and, and all of this stuff. Has this changed kind of how you view yourself as um, you know, your your own your looks, your 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 body image, all of that stuff? You know, uh, that's that's a great question. And I um, I started doing this in 2017 when I was really sick and then I went into recovery. Mm -hmm. And that that took nine months to nine months of hell to detox from that much Xanax. Sure. Nine months of, of awfulness. And and, you know, coming back from that, when I picked it up as a fun hobby, not to like validate myself, but I thought I was pretty good at it. I can make some people feel good. Mm -hmm. And at that time, for nine months of detox, in the worst three months of that, I lost 70 pounds. Like mm -hmm. I was sick and that almost killed me. You know, I lost my sense of taste and smell for like 18 months. I had, I still do, I have nerve damage like in my hands and things like that. And I mm -hmm. had some psychological problems, especially close after that, you know, from being isolated and suffering for so long. And being able to do this, although you should never use content, like I said, to validate yourself. Sure. Being able to do that, feel human and like feel attractive and sexy maybe mm -hmm. when I you know, like I had been really, really heavy and through this experience, like I lost 90 pounds and like, mm -hmm. I looked a lot different and the way, you know, and, and people say, oh, well, like your weight doesn't matter in your looks. Well, you know what? Lose a hundred pounds and see how people interact <laughs> with you. And then you can talk yeah. about that. And like, you know, you getting like online, like attention, like I in my life had never gotten a lot of, I dated and had like a great, you know, I dated a lot of people, you know, had sex with, you know, X, Y, Z number of people, but. I don't think I'd ever really been like popular, popular with women or gotten a lot of attention. Like I was a fat nerdy kid who got bullied mm -hmm. growing up. Like in middle school, there was this kid who was 16 in my gym class and I was a sixth grader and he like failed a couple times. He was 16. <laughs> Quite a few. Now, <laughs> yeah. So I was 11 going in and he was like 16 and I was this little chubby kid. And as a rite of passage, he had a little game called pick up the fat kid. And mm. he's like, I bet I can pick up that fat kid. You know, and like I was the fat kid that people used as like the Atlas Stones in the world's strongest man mm -hmm. competition. And like people did that and that was in front of all the girls in yeah. PE. Yeah. So I'd been like bullied and humiliated in front of women and stuff like that, like my right. entire life. Like women and like growing up, they call me a fat nerd and like and shit like that. So 
people might think that because of what I do, I have some certain kind of like image about myself or like, but it's just really weird. It's almost like this strange incongruous thing with like how my life has been my entire life and this wacky like adventure that I've had in this. But you know, to your point, this really helped me feel kind of human. Sure. You know, again, and to come back from this and I would have, you know, recovered and, and been fine, but this helped. And you know, in the knowing that, like I lost 10 years of my life, 10 years of life that was a lot of suffering mm-hmm. and like asking people for help and being turned away and like really horrible, harrowing, dangerous times. But to know that it took all of that, it literally took the rock bottom from all of that to find the thing that has made my life enriched and amazing and awesome and like interesting. Wow. Like knowing that all of that stuff, those 10 years weren't a waste because it got me this, you know? That's an amazing perspective to have that, on that. I, yeah. And you know, and, and I help out with people who are in recovery for that. And there are a lot of people who were just, like I never took this stuff recreationally. Like I didn't like it. I never liked it. But once you take that for a little while, your brain becomes actually dependent on it. Um, benzodiazepine drugs. And like, I know people who were just like me, just honest people who worked hard, like hardworking people who just wanted to feel a little bit better. And they went through this thing and, and they went through worse trials than I have made my experience look like a fucking tea party. And they didn't have an amazing audio porn career right. after that. <laughs> you know, I look up and I was able to move from the Midwest to, to California and, and move my, you know, and, and leave my shitty, you know, not shitty, a great career, but I was able to leave that you know, horrible capitalist, you know, working for international banks, that system I just felt so bad about, you know, working in. So, I mean, I have all of this and I'm just like, I'm the luckiest person I know. I believe I am. Like, even though all that shit happened, I can at least say, or at least I have a reason for it, and I have this now. Yeah, look where I'm at. I could have a lot of anger about the doctor who like yeah. did this to me, and I can't sue him because I went somewhere else in this two-year statute of limitations. But mm-hmm. whenever I feel that anger, whenever I feel some resentment, like I drop my keys because my hands don't work as well mm-hmm. as they used to, you know, um, or anything like that, I think about that guy, and instead of wanting to break every bone in his body, I just laugh to myself a little bit, and like, thanks, asshole. And then like, like, thank you. Like legit, like, thank you. Thank you for this. Like, I remember my life, Yeah. you know, driving my little Miata around in the mountains because I don't have a real job, you know, on like a Tuesday afternoon. Maybe you didn't, maybe you don't find this path if if that never happened. Yeah. I I wouldn't, I would not have found this path. So yeah, you'd still be working in the corporate world. I still would be. Oh my gosh. And I think of that (laughs) and I I just, now you need to send that guy like animal arrangements. Like like I want to, like I want (laughs) to, for all my love for that part of my life, like I wanted to die every day, but like thinking of that, I'm like, oh my God, that's like worse than death. (laughs) Like thinking about that. But, but yeah, like to, to your point, this like feel good filth, like my brand is like, Everybody should have like a work-life balance, but you know, my, I really have like a work-life integration because feel good filth is part of who I am. This was my art therapy project essentially to come back from something that almost killed me. And my art therapy project became my job and something that I'm able to, and I get, I get nothing but amazing feedback and praise like 99.99% of the time. Yeah. I get nothing but like positive attention all day. 
now great now granted that's like parasocial attention and attention from like fans is different than attention from like people in real life that like sure. you see but you know still I, I never would have imagined that this was this is what my life was gonna be like. right <laughs> Damn, I, he makes me want to quit my job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh God, when I quit quitting my job, hey, you know, two days before I left, I told everyone at the bank I worked at exactly what I was gonna go do. Like feelgoodfilth.com, go check it out. And people got the biggest. They're like, okay, whatever. You know what they they were like? They were just, you know, if, if someone you worked with for a long time like said they were leaving to go make audio porn. Imagine if someone said that, that's how they reacted. Yeah, <laughs> what, when was yeah. this? What year was it that you quit your job? I quit my job um, January 2020. Okay, so you had been do working in corporate and doing audio porn for a couple of years. Yeah, and I was running like mergers and acquisitions projects, working like 60 hours a week and then working like 30 or 40 hours a week doing like the audio stuff because I was wow. so passionate about it. You know, so I was. Did these people see your transition going like the whole weight loss and and uh, like transformation, like getting off the medication? Well, my initial. So the listeners that, you know, were there when I was sick, like I put up an announcement. And I told people like what I was going through. Oh, I meant the people at work. Oh, the people at work. Yeah. Like they knew I was sick. And they knew I was going through something. And I essentially worked from home for like those nine months, save for like a few times, because going out in public was really, really hard for me to do for a long time. And the funny thing is, like when people see you losing weight, it's like, oh, you look great. And you're like, I'm fucking dying right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just because I'm a little bit thinner does not mean that right now I'm necessarily like like healthier. And that was kind of an interesting, an interesting thing. But yeah, they, they did see the transformation and, I was always like a weirdo at my job. Like I have like the full sleeve tattoos and everything. I'm not necessarily like international bank program manager person, but you know, I, I guess I, as I went on, like I got a little bit weirder and I was like, fuck this place even more now, like fuck this. And as I did this and realized that I thought I was going to have to work for two more years, I got a hundred thousand dollars in student loans mm -hmm. from my finance degree and my MBA and like I thought, hey, I'm going to work two more years. I'm going to do this on the side. And then I'm going to be able to pay off my student loans because I had a pretty high flying corporate job. But it was January, January 3rd. And I, I was in Chicago from Chicago, 645 in the morning. You get on that train on January 3rd. It's, you know, wind chills, zero degrees. And you get your ass downtown. You walk into your office and you get up there and you're thawing out. And I'd always kept like a financial sheet on my desk because that's my, my dream sheet. And I just add every month, like, yeah, I'm a month closer to getting out of here. Like, didn't have anything labeled as far as what it right, was. So it just right. looked like a budget. No one could, even if they looked at the file. But um, I realized it was, it was, and I got in the office, it was 7.30. And they were putting more and more work on me. It was just miserable. Like, they were cutting people and they were just putting more on me. And I was like, you know what? Like, if I know that I can do this, if I, and I was only making maybe $5,000 a month doing this, I couldn't pay my bills every month doing this, but I'm like, if I quit my job and I cash out my life savings and I do what I know I'm capable of doing, by the end of the year, I'll be able to pay all my bills doing this. And then I thought, that's two more years of health and happiness. I just got done losing 10 years of my life. When I when I thought two more years of health and happiness, I literally laughed out loud to myself being like, why am I even like 
making this decision. Like, why am I even thinking about this? I typed up my resignation letter and I gave it to my boss at nine o'clock. Like wow. when he came back. And you know what? By the end of that year, I did. I moved out here to California and I pay my high ass California rent, <laughs> you know, every, every month with, with the funds for my business. And I, I did it. I spent about all my life savings, but you know what? Did you pay off those loans? Oh, no. No, no, no. Those are still hanging out. I thought, I thought we had a happy ending Oh, here. no, no. This is this the happy ending? You know, I don't care. We're student loan payments are resuming, you know. We need debt. We yeah. Need, you're you're yeah. a finance little, so, guy. Do a little, you know, <laughs> like keep us grounded, you know. Have us, that's the end of the great resignation that we have going on with COVID. Like wait until student loan payments come back. That's yeah. going to well, get a lot of people. In yeah. hindsight, speaking of COVID, January 2020 is such a strange time to quit your job and say, I'm going to try this other thing. And something that allows all these people stuck at home, like right. to, to do something uh, wow. new. Yeah. Like it was, it's, it's kind of just the right, like you got very lucky with that timing. And uh, can, can we talk about like where you are now financially? You said that at the time you were making 5,000 a month. And that wasn't enough. Um, are you comfortable talking about that? Yeah, I mean, now my business, and I've grown it, you know, this might be a little sole proprietorship and just growing it and using like Patreon and like social media and stuff. I've grown it to about like 17, wow. you know, 17 a month wow. or so. Now, in the last couple months, I've, you know, and, and that could come from like website, from like my website, or excuse me, Patreon, my monthly stuff. Maybe that goes down a little bit. I do some custom audios or something like that to keep it up. And building the new website, I have advertising, getting into TikTok. In the old kink talk space, doing some influencer marketing there. But you mentioned, um, you'd mentioned the lockdown, and between March and April 2020, my traffic on Pornhub went up 40 percent. Yeah, 40 percent. Like, yeah, that's huge. 40 percent does not like happen. Like, that's insane. Well, and I got a lot of, and a huge amount of customers came in. So I always feel bad, and I try to like, you know with throughout this pandemic i've tried to like where i can maybe like help out a little bit or donate because what kind of asshole would i be if this pandemic literally now now when people like lost income and stuff i think it kind of hurt me on the back end a little bit but sure yeah it's, well, it's helped me more than it's it's hurt me so it, it and you but you know what i'm thinking about that if i would have stayed at my job i wouldn't have been like oh thank god i stayed at my job because this pandemic and i would have yeah. had all this uncertainty but yeah and i would have had like thank god i didn't do that right oh i'm just didn't i did i tell you that i think i'm the luckiest guy in the world you, you've you've mentioned like, it i i, I think, think that, that you're the luckiest guy but, but, by the way uh, i want to start my own audio porn dude, company you have do like, it. no don't you have too nice of a voice man like a, no no no, I'm just no. But you, know, you do hey, a great voice for it. People would love your voice for that. You Legit. just, you know, you just start fostering these people and take a percentage of what they make. There that's you go. it. Yeah, I'm going to get my cut of you, Godfather of audio porn. Not a bad idea. <laughs> By the way, last um, March and April of 2020 is when Pornhub was giving away free premium memberships. Yeah. So I think that might help to the. Uh, and allows you to subscribe to your favorite channels. And why do you think Pornhub did that in March and April? To oh, no, I mean, yeah, exactly. That, that, you know, it oh, just yeah. it worked out great. They, they called the taking the pledge. I, yeah. could, I could not keep a battery charge on my phone. Oh, yeah, that. I did too. I had premium. <laughs> I totally had premium, you know, during that time. And yeah, like it, that really did help bring people there. Porn traffic, you know, went through the roof and people were just stuck inside. And because and, winter, we're, going, we're coming into the porn season. Yeah. Out here in California, it's warm all the time. People can go outside, but where I'm from in the Midwest, you know, in the wintertime, you're staying in. You're That's a real off. thing. I didn't That's realize we had seasons. Right? Porn, that... 
Porn season is a real thing. About October, November, it starts picking up. Wow. Through like January, February, and then trails off in the summertime a little yeah. bit. That's the great thing about California. We got 12 months of porn. Well, it's right. Also, like, it's always porn season exactly. here. Yeah, it is for me. <laughs> in my brain, I'm thinking, oh, well, the holidays are starting. No one wants to start dating someone around the holidays. So oh. I would I would have put it off. Really? What? I thought that was a popular time to... Yeah, why, why would you say that? Because you don't want to buy them a gift. Is that what... <laughs> That's, that's, smart. That, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, right? that's when the ladies you know, are looking for someone. They start, want someone to bring to their... Start uh, dating yeah. somebody like I, on I, February 15th. No, I'll avoid it. I, I would. I would. I, I would look at the calendar and be like, eh, I don't want to start anything under the holidays. So you, you don't follow your heart. You follow the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. It's the rhythm like, method. The rhythm yeah. method yeah. of relationships. <laughs> that was right, used for right, contraception. Exactly, it can be used for anything. Exactly. Meeting people, whatever. I waited until after my birthday to log on to Tinder. Yeah. Because I just. You just, you're like, no. Mm -mm. This is, this doesn't work out for. Right. And so there was going to be a little, a little, like maybe two weeks or like I was going to give it to the end of October. And then you found Zeusk. And then, and then I found fucking Zeus, which is fucking worse. And now I'm traumatized and I'm done completely. By the beard of Zeus. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they could they can actually you know do anything to us. But I want to. I don't want to prop up that company. I want to shut them down. Oh. <laughs> what, what if we can get them the sponsor? All right, then I love Zeus. We Zeus love, is we, the best place Zeus. to meet. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know you that know. if you search online, it's the best dating platform? I mean, the best pickup line I ever heard came from Zeus, so I can't hate it yeah. that much. That is that is my favorite that pickup is line I've ever. It was a. I, I I actually was like I got depressed about my profile after you told me that pickup line. Do you want? Do you want? Have we talked about this before? Can you? Tell? I don't think we have talked about this. Yeah. Let's let's hear oh, that. Oh, somebody line. just like messaged me and said your name has to be Gillette because you're the best a man can get, and I was like, "That's terrible." That's that great. is no, it's That's wonderful because fantastic. I open with, "Hi, I'm Anthony. Nice to meet you." <laughs> well, you guys do a low bar. Do you date? Okay, the bar is <laughs> not very high. Dating after that the world. Do you yeah. meet in person? <laughs> and then I got another one where the guy said, "I just got pulled over messaging you." And then I showed the cop your picture and he let me go. I was hey like, you were close. You were I think close that's with pretty, that I, one. Hey yo. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like so that. So then one. I just started collecting pickup lines so I could give them to you so you could use and them. And I, I appreciate it. No, yeah. I, I could never. I'm, 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 not, I'm not a pickup woman. line guy. Don't like, be I'm a pickup yeah. line guy, man. I think you have just to be a certain guy, right? Like, no. I, I'm just not you, you that have guy. To, you have to have a pickup line because without it, you just get the... Can we ask the girl's Ignored. opinion here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you I like pickup right lines? I see right through that shit, and I will eat you alive. Yeah, but I mean, you like those stupid pickup lines. They're, you do. they're comical, but then I don't take them seriously. Like, there's just like, all right, there's a motive there. I see it. Okay, I will eat you alive. No, no. I, uh, what? what if it's somebody who's like really just kind of owning that persona, though? At least they're, at least they're, you know. If that's their persona, that's not who they are. Whatever. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Jim Nova. This is a feel good filth. It was great having you on the program here. Um, where else can we find you? What are all your uh, socials? Well, thank you guys. It's been so much fun. You can find me on Instagram at filthy Jim Nova. You can find me on Twitter at feel good filth or just check out, check out feelgoodfilth.com. You know, if you put feel good filth into that search bar, you're going to find some dirty porn and I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. Pornhub, X videos, any tube you can find. Uh, yeah, Feel Good Filth is there. I haven't so, found your stuff for free on YouTube. Some of the uh, yeah, you, oh yeah, stuff. yeah, YouTube. So you can check that out if you want some just safer work, comforting stuff. YouTube as well. Oh, I wanted to add one more thing since yeah. we were talking about the Great British Bake Off. Doesn't oh, yeah? 
prove give you Mrs. Doubtfire Sue Johansson vibes? I can see her licking the tip of a dildo and saying hello. <laughs> Never thought about it. Never thought about it. Like Why she... am I thinking about it now? <laughs> Prue, oh my God, she gets, there's some good innuendo is like the whole point of Great British Bake Off. Like there's the baking show and then there's the innu innuendo show. Like Prue was, oh, talking about squirting and balls <laughs> yeah, last exactly. week. That's ex Gosh. So it's like, I get Mrs. Doubtfire slash... Sue Johansson. Did you just have to look up Sue Johansson or did Dr. you know Sue? Dr. No. Sue? No, we, we, all, we, all, we all know Sue Johansson. No, I'm actually starting to follow Jim on every platform he's on. Oh, he's not you even know, kidding. I'm, I'm a my, fan. My Instagram, I'm a fan. my Instagram account is at Filthy Jim Nova is just fun stuff. Like, you know, and there's a reason for that too because, you know, one, it's just doing the stuff I naturally want to do. But when you do this, People can kind of maybe view you as just like sex all the time, like, and maybe dehumanize you a little bit, sure. you know, as like a sex object. But all my stuff on my Instagram is just me doing the fun shit that I like, doing, uh, getting baked and watching Bake Off live streams, just like <laughs> hanging out, smoking weed with my fans, or dying flowers. You know, I do like flower dying, not killing them, but making pretty colors. And like, those flowers are beautiful. Yeah, no, stuff I'm, like I'm looking that. at them right now. Yeah, so I mean, that's, you know, just a fun. Promoting vibrators. Let's see, the Lush 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hand. Yeah. So you have a little, little, little sexy <laughs> stuff, but you really got to be careful on Instagram, right? Like, yeah, I only do yeah, that because yeah. I've been banned twice, and Instagram is just fun, you know, for me because you can't do anything else there. So. I'm, 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 I'm looking at every single damn. And then it feels so Connor. It feels good on TikTok too. He, That's when he, he buys a hundred Topo Chicos at a time. Yeah, he's yeah. drinking one now. This is a this. You know, my house is a house of hydration. Man. <laughs> you know, I'm a little bit of a stoner, and I'm always dry, and I'm always talking. So I always need, I always need a beverage. And Topo oh, Chico, man. oh, it tastes so good. I was a LaCroix, I was a Croix boy. I, for I, a long I time. like LaCroix, but Topo Chico's a little fizzier. You, I, I can't even go back to the Croix. You I, open up a Topo Chico at night and you leave it overnight because of the natural carbonation. This thing's still fizzy. I, I'm, a yeah, bubbly, I'm, I'm a bubbly man. That's, you know. It's not, guys. I'm t once you go to natural carbonation. Natural carbonation. That's what that is? Yeah, and that's why. The, it really the, stays carbonated? Yeah, that's why like naturally carbonated water from the ground will stay carbonated for a long right. time. Where if it's just made in the factory. And we're getting into the, the important issues here at the end of the show. Sparkling water so and Great we, British Bake Off. Okay. So we've decided that Zook will, Zeus will not be a sponsor, but maybe Topo Chico will. Maybe, yeah. yeah. On my Discord server, I think if you type colon, lime time, colon, a case of lime Topo Chico, pops up a little like emoticon. Oh. It used to be LaCroix, but I'm like, guys, I'm off LaCroix. You've, you've moved on. You've I'm moved, moved on onwards and upwards. You know, I thought I would never leave that. I thought it was a bit of a, a brand, you know, a brand boy for LaCroix, but like something better came along. Well, you know, uh, today may just be, you know, the the change of, of a few things, you know. You I mean, have I'm going to incorporate audio porn and Topo Chico. Oh, if this dude. man hasn't a... <laughs> inspired you to make fucking changes, I then know. you're never going no, to make those absolutely. changes. Oh, well, thank you. Especially with you on your fucking journey right now of meditation yes. and... Yeah. Well, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and you know, I, I, again, like we were talking before about mindfulness and, and everything that you're doing. I, you, I wasn't, ex I, I was expecting this to be, you know, you to be a great guest, but I mean, I, you were far more inspirational than I had anticipated. And it, you know, it was a, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Oh, well guys, you know, thanks so much. And I'm all about just, I'm a lucky person and I just want to share like some, and I was a net, but I was a negative person my, mm -hmm. for 33 years, my 34 years. And now, like, I have this platform, 
and I have my happiness. And my, my goal is to spread some some good vibes and the dirtiest porn <laughs> that has ever been fucking made. And even though it's audio, I would just say this: you know, if you listen to it, find find someone speaking more explicitly for ten or fifteen minutes, and I will give you a thousand dollars. I like you, that challenge. You bring, you bring it to me, you and you know, and we get like a panel yes. of like we'll get we'll get like a little judgment panel. Of of whomever, we'll, yes. I'll I'll take again. Yeah, the is... Pepsi porn challenge, whatever. Bring it on. Guys. I'm liking these pictures, by the way, of your studio. Oh yeah, yeah. I have a little, you know, mic. Check, checking out your mics. Oh yeah, man. Those those rat mics, the Rode NT1As. They're... Yeah, I've got I've got the NT2As and the Ooh. K2. Ooh, nice. And uh, they're so good. And Neumann. Ooh, good stuff. Audio audio horrors. I didn't know about the name of Rode, <laughs> like. The name of why it's called the Road NT1A, because when they, when the guy invented that, um, he didn't have a name for it. But when they started selling, because obviously it's a freaking great voice mic, and it's what I use, he said they started selling like rats up a drain pipe. So Road R O D E N T one A is the rat, the rodent one A. Yeah, like, wow. rats up a, I was like, what? Oh my god, I love that. So wow. I call them Rhodes or the rat mice. I had no idea. It's an Australian company. Yeah, I know. yeah, like rats up a drain pipe. I like, pipe. I like yeah. your uh, Jimbo Chico shirt too. Somebody way. made right. Like I'm so lucky, guys. <laughs> I get shirts and stuffed animals. Like, and like if you look at the, the Jimbo Chico shirt, it has like. Feel good filled, like Ventura, yeah. California, yeah. like since 1984. Like my fans, they <laughs> they write me kind, wonderful letters, send me wonderful gifts, and just oh my gosh, I again, I'm luckiest guy. Ever. Well, the energy you put out is the energy you receive. So if you're going to be positive, bright, and enthusiastic, I think people are going to give that back to you. It's true because I've been the other way and I got that back. So this way. Even if I were totally cynical, this is just the better way. Yeah. This is just the better way to be because life is better that way. So, thank you, Jim. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to oh, you, guys. Thank you. This podcast, Madams, Hoes, and Gigolos, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Instagram at Madams Hose, H E A U X S, and Jiggalos. And make sure to click uh, five stars and leave a review. Connor really loves reviews, and Connor really loves five stars. So do the rest of us, actually. So let's get to 100. Let's get to 100. That's a challenge. It's a challenge to have? all of our. We have 101. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I think we're close to 90. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I gotta go home and at least review this show. This is a five star show. Come on, Definitely. Yes. come on, one hundred percent. Listen to our show, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I how I, I thought you guys talked about Zeus gone, and I, I thought yeah. actually in one of your your audio porn performances, just like I'm listening to Madame Zoes and Gigolos, yeah. and then yeah, like yeah. drop a, you know. But you know what? I'll be able to share this when this releases with my fans and my group, and I look forward uh, to doing it. There you go. There cool. you go. All right. Well, thank you guys.